0: Reading now from Isaiah 55, verses 1 through 9. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and you that have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and delight yourself yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me, listen so that you may live. I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. See, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and a commander for the peoples. See, you shall call nations that you do not know, and nations that, that do not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Are you thirsty? Our scripture reading from Isaiah begins, ho, that's kind of a way to get your attention, right? Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. I've been thinking all week about what it means to be thirsty. And so the question I want to ask you today is, are you thirsty? Or perhaps, how do you know if you're thirsty? I've done things different years for Lent. You know, we're in the middle of Lent right now. Sometimes I have given something up and sometimes I have taken something on. And this year I decided to do three things. I decided, one, to drink six glasses of water a day, Two, to take 10,000 steps a day, which works out to about five miles. And three, to do my disciple reading each day instead of putting it off until the end of the week and then trying to catch up at the end of the week. So those were the three things. Now, I I haven't done it every day, but I've gotten better. I'll do that confession to you. But it's getting better. Now, for this first one, as far as this first one goes, I know that I need to drink more water. I like water. I know it's good for me. But sometimes I find myself getting busy and I forget to stay hydrated. I turn too quickly to other things and I forget to stay hydrated. I forget to drink water. I forget to get my fill of water. And as I was thinking about this passage this week, I kept coming back to those opening words. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. So I kept thinking about it, It prompted me to think about what it means to be thirsty and how we become aware of being thirsty. As I said, I've been drinking more water this Lent or being more intentional about doing that, And, and I've found that the more water I drink, the more I thirst for water, the more I find myself wanting to drink more. It's like I didn't know how much water I needed or wanted until I started to drink more, and then I wanted more the more I drank. Water is something our body needs to survive, and and I've often heard it said, if you feel thirsty, then you're already dehydrated. There are many physical symptoms that tell us we're not getting enough water, and, and often we don't pay attention until we feel thirsty. We don't take care of that thirst before it gets noticeable, and sometimes not until we get severely dehydrated. We can be physically thirsty or hungry, but we can also be spiritually hungry or thirsty. And like that physical thirst, often we don't realize how spiritually thirsty we are until things get pretty severe. We can get spiritually thirsty in many times throughout our lives, but often I think it occurs when we feel like we are in a dark place in our lives. When everything around us seems to be falling apart, we may wonder where God is. We may not see the need for church or for faith in our lives. We may have given up hope. We may find ourselves in a dark place. If we find ourselves in such a place, I believe that we are spiritually thirsty, whether we realize it or not. This past week, I listened to an audiobook by Barbara Brown Taylor entitled Learning to Walk in the Dark. And in the book, she talks about how, how too often we are quick to demonize the dark parts of life and to celebrate the light. However, she reminds us, or she tells us, if we haven't heard that before, that life comes with both dark and light times. Both parts are included. We have the very difficult times as well as the very wonderful times in our life. That's just life. It comes with both. And Taylor encourages her readers to learn to walk in the dark. In other words, to learn to walk through the difficult times instead of just trying to escape them or wishing them away. Upon her own experience of learning to walk in the dark, she had this to say. She says, When I stopped trying to block my sadness and let it move me instead, it led me to a bridge with people on the other side. Every one of them knew sorrow, Some of them even knew how to bear it as an ordinary feature of being human instead of as some unavoidable curse. Watching them ride the wave of their own dark emotions, I learned that sadness doesn't sink a person. It's the energy a person spends trying to avoid sadness that does that. Now I want to read that for you again because I think a lot of us Experiences We all have those times in our lives, those dark times that we just, we just want to get rid of. We just want to escape. And she encourages us, how do we build that bridge? How do we walk through those times? So listen to these words again. She said, when I stopped trying to block my sadness and let it move me instead, it led me to a bridge with people on the other side. Every one of them new sorrow. Some of them even knew how to bear it as an ordinary feature of being human instead of some unavoidable curse. Watching them ride the wave of their own dark emotions, I learned that sadness doesn't sink a person. It's the energy a person spends trying to avoid sadness that does that. Dark Times exist in the human experience. It's a part of life. But God is present with us in the good times as well as in the horrible times. Sometimes, though, the things that we hear during our dark days do not satisfy our thirst. They only make it worse. Taylor says that those who seek to live on the spiritual equivalent of fast food Those quick little sound bites keep us coming back for more and more. For there's no filling a hole that was never designed to be filled, but only to be entered into. How do we walk through the darkness? We are called to enter into the darkness with God at our side. There are no easy answers, no easy fixes to the dark days of our lives. But Taylor reminds us that New life starts in the dark. New life starts in the dark. Whether it's a seed in the ground, a baby in the womb, or Jesus in the tomb, new life starts in the dark. We are in the midst of Lent on our journey toward Easter, and it is a good time to remember that new life starts in the dark. So the question is, how thirsty are you? Daniel Debevoise, in the commentary feasting on the Word, shared his observation about Uh, about something he saw in the Grand Canyon National Park. Now, I looked online. I tried to find a picture of these signs, and I couldn't. But he says, in the Grand Canyon National Park, there are signs strategically placed throughout the trails that remind you to stop and drink water. It's that dry climate. And he says, there's these signs that tell you stop. Drink water. You are thirsty whether you recognize it or not. And he says, Isaiah's words are like the sign in a dry climate. Isaiah comes to these people and he says, Stop. Drink water. You are thirsty whether you realize it or not. It's like, it's like Isaiah is coming to, coming to us like, like maybe in our, in our living room right across the coffee table, making it real to us, you know? Stop. Whatever you are doing, Whether or not you feel thirsty, whether or not you feel hungry, you need what God has to give you. You need that. Drinking more water has made me realize how much I need water. Getting more steps in every day makes me realize how much better I feel when I get some exercise. Staying on top of my scripture reading for Disciple Bible Study reminds me how the daily practice of reading scriptures helps shape and nurture my faith. How thirsty are you? What spiritual practices help nourish you so that you can face those dark places of your life? As we daily seek God in the midst of whatever it is that we are feeling that day, we will find our thirst being quenched. But we may also find our thirst for God becoming stronger. The more water I drink, the more I want even more. And the same is true for our faith. God reaches out to us. God is always reaching out to us. In the midst of the deepest, darkest times of our our lives, God is with us right beside us, helping us learn to walk in the dark. Whether or not we feel thirsty, we need what God has to give us. As we seek God, we are nourished by God, and we are strengthened for the journey of life. No matter how dark our lives may seem, let us always remember the new life always starts in the dark. And God is with us along the way, reminding us to stop, drink. You are thirsty, whether you recognize it or not. Amen.